Hey guys, what's up? It's your boy Ryan, the project manager at Top Notch Game Studios. We are up and coming game studio, and welcome to our podcast. Wherever you're watching, hope you had a nice day. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the podcast. Hello, welcome to the first podcast. It's Ryan. Normally, I have most of more of the game developers on this, but today I'm just going to start by myself because no one really knows about it. Today's topic is it may deal with what we're talking about in the game or what I have planned for the game or we as a team have planned for the game, but just game development and a sense of just a topic. Me personally, I started game development in 10th grade, but my interest in game has, my interest in games in the, as a whole has gone all the way back to when I was in about first grade or whenever I first touched a Wii. That's the first game console I had. Ever since I played my first game, I was like, how did these games get made? And curiosity led me in 10th grade to start my own studio and want to make my own game. Things like game development, you don't need to like you don't need a lot of things to get into it you may need some decent things to get it but you don't need like the high tech things that all the studios have you don't have to be a triple a studio to make lots of monies or make a game you can make a game at home the, the tools are online you can do it all online and you can be good you don't need to be a millionaire or go to you don't even have to go to college sometimes you can learn how to be game developer online youtube udemy all these other things so i've been learned from youtube and udemy right now and i have a structure i have two project managers i have a level designer a concept artist a webmaster and we have two programmers so that's how i like to function the studio that's basically all you need five people the more people you have the better you have because if you have let's say two people working on a big project it's going to take you way longer as you have with seven people because with seven people you have more tasks you can divvy up evenly and may fit the skill sets because two people it'll take lots more time to get things done and also it means that you are new you are new and it may take you a lot more more time to just get new things in the game and most commonly what happens with games is you add more things to the game but you add more bugs to the game to be fixed and not every game can be bug free and you don't want your first title or your any title to lose for bugs so you try to make your game as bug free as possible and then you fix bugs as they go on. Don't release your game in an unplayable state, but release it in a playable state with bugs. Like, I think many people have more of a leniency towards solo developers or indie companies that are new to the market, basically, rather than the AAA. When this comes to bugs and glitches, you wouldn't expect a game a triple A game company to release a game full of bugs 
and an indie game company just released a picture perfect game with no bugs. We've seen it multiple times with AAA games rush development and they just have a bunch of bugs in the game. Like Battlefield, I know that. And just AAA companies are monsters. They're like monopolies in the game development industry. They should know what they're doing. They control it, they dominate it. Indie game companies, they have nowhere near as many developers they have. They don't even have as much money as they have. So there's no excuse for big companies for like Activision, DICE, EA, 2K, Rockstar to be releasing games with nearly as many bugs as indie games. I see indie games come out with a lot less bugs. Maybe indie games take a one to two year cycle but the amount of time you can work on each thing and the amount of resources is pretty big. Like you can work on since indie games have less features sometimes or less things or just not as big as a AAA game. You have more time and resources to work on this dialogue. Hey, I was coding and I think I'm in misaligned code or just this thing isn't functioning right. I need to check the code. Guys, remember behind each game is hundreds and hundreds of line of code that someone has to take one for the team and write and coding is fun it's just when you're sitting up at a screen just typing 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 your eyes get tired you get tired your fingers hurt you went break but you realize if you get one line wrong or one word wrong or one single letter wrong or just not it's not the right way you can crash a game make game breaking glove bugs I'm sorry and you just have to go through the whole code and figure out what's wrong so there's like game development can be done at home like game development doesn't need to be done as a job you can start your own business like been told all my life don't rely on anyone else for your paycheck you can rely on yourself and the games you make and the marketing to bring in your revenue and income that I can pay for your life and just help you. That's basically all you need. You don't need to rely on anyone else for your paycheck. Just bring in the money yourself. So you can be successful. You have the satisfaction of saying, hey, I earned this. This was mine. This was my work. This was a result of my work. Rather than saying, I'm just relying on this person so I can get paid and go home. It's like, what's the point? Just game development just requires a huge passion for it. You know, if you really love it, I don't know why some people go like, oh, game development's stupid, but it really allows you to unleash your creativity because the game development industry changes like right now or in the past couple of months it's been all about battle royale maybe now you just want a shooter or something like modern warfare which is coming out soon so game development really challenges you to think outside the box because you're just copying a game like fortnite like fortnite was really popular and people try to copy it and they go directly they make a direct approach at it and just do what Fortnite does, you're really not getting anything like you should be. Like, 
don't you think that you think from a different perspective you're in the same genre but you gotta think outside the box and have something in your game that the game doesn't have and that is enough to carry that the audience from that game to your game apex legends apex legends had a strong case but once you have momentum you got to keep it it had momentum it was stealing from fortnite fortnite decided to take some things from apex but that didn't really cost apex if apex had a better season one battle pass and not underwhelmed with the skins guaranteed it would have had some more momentum and will still be a little bit relevant today the game launched out of nowhere and it's just hyped so part of being a game developer is just creativity you don't have creativity you, everyone has creativity Any anything you think of you can possibly put into the game it just depends on how you work if you want to make a Red Dead Redemption 2 style game by yourself go for it go for it you can try you can do it if you want to make a World War 2 game World War 1 game a historical accurate game go for it you can do it it's your creativity that can sell your game and make you profit. Is game development hard? Yes. Some people are oh, you're just creating games and adding storylines, but there's more than that. You will get, if you're running with a team, you have like the four stages of team development forming, storming, norming, and performing. And when you get to the storming part, things get to a standstill and just just a lot of work. Like you gotta logistics, you gotta like plan out everything, write storylines. You need concept artists. And there are some times where you one part of the team is waiting on another part of the team to finish the state. And there could be times where there's so many moving parts at once where you need to code something, but you know that your lead programmer is coding something and you mess it up the whole game could crash and you make a game breaking glitch and you introduce it in the game or in the patch that can ruin people's laptops or pcs or consoles that's one that's one thing like it can, if it ruins it you're subject to like paying all that money and you just want to be careful of that so like i just say check her just learn you know it's, e it's not easy to learn, but you put effort towards that, put your effort and time towards learning game development. I think you could have a pretty good shot because anything is possible. You can form a team with your friends. You can learn on the job. And don't start out big. So I'm going to tell you, like, it just happened to me. The game you have in your mind right now when you first start game development Oh, I want to make an open vast world for vast floors with all these houses in a survival game. May not be the game you're going to make first. You may make a simple platformer game, like a Unity game. Start with Unity and go up and go with the programs that best run on your system. You can't run Unreal on a low end system. Unreal needs a high end system because it can get really good graphics. Like my laptop right now doesn't run Unreal really good. I put everything I wanted in the game, or just made one simple level and added a height map. My laptop was freezing, it was frozen, so now I know I can't use Unreal. Only three, about two to three 
and gamers.donkeys or Amazon Lumberyard, which you haven't heard, you should try it out. It's basically it's new to the market, but it's still in beta. If you learn that, you can also do Unity, which I suggest you start off with first. And first and foremost, just start with Unity, make some platformers, and CryEngine. It's gone under the radar a bit, but it's still a pretty decent game engine. So just game engines overall, like you want to make a game for your PC, which is most likely the game console or the game, the place where your game's going to be first ported. You want to port the console, you may have to find a publisher and fork out a bit of money, or you can just find a way to go for free. But I say work on one thing at a time, make sure you know everything and you can use sites like Trello to like develop or uh, organize your task. And when making announcements, I know it's sometimes hard not to, but sometimes you gotta hold back and wait until it's ready because you can say something that's gonna be in the game and you have your fans all hyped for it, but you really, it's not in the game because you ran into a last minute bug, like, say I wanted something like, I wanted a party blitz mode in a platformer game where you do all these special movements, it's like boost active and it fails to make the game mode. And you have like, ah, oh, what a bummer, what a waste of time, why did I buy this game? Like, that's the main cause of bad reviews because you make promises you can't keep and it ruins your reputation. So the first step of game development, you just need to find a team, you need to get your vision, then your second is find a team. Make sure you have a good team, good competent team, capable of handling the stress, especially the week before and the week of release and the day of release. Because that's normally when the crunch hours are put in. Like you're just doing nonstop work, and things can go really terrible from here. So if you put your mind to it. Oh, sorry. Everyone, everyone's tired today. I don't know why. Today's just been Monday. It's a Sunday. We just get your team, get yourself a team right now. I have a, I have a team of five people. I'm gonna keep this podcast at 20 minutes for the first one, and then we're gonna grow on the next one. Hopefully, I can get the rest of my team on the next one. But yeah, just get a team, lay it out, lay it out, lay, make a roadmap, and start assigning tasks. Do some I guess some alpha testers make them sound like NDAs or something like not to disclose anything and then go back based off their feedback and fix bugs and once you're ready you need to have like one person marketing and just like telling people when it's gonna release and by the time it's released you should have the game ready you should have a day one patch if possible because a day one patch can save wonders if you have a lot of bugs in the game that people are going to download and the day one patch fixes it, that does wonders for you. Because if the day one patch is delayed or you just wish the game out of the day one patch trying to fix things, it does something about the experience. So having a day one patch helps. Make sure you put your all into the game. Don't announce anything before it's like confirmed, confirmed, and you're capable of doing it. 
you can reach for the stars but my suggestion is if you start out small and work your way up maybe a couple platformer games like unity and maybe you can switch game engines so you can personally learn how to code make levels and use no game engines because you get to the real world most game companies they have their own game engines so some game companies and you'll learn this through a game development you write your own game engines for some games you just improve on the game engines like i know some games have a specific game engine design just to make that and to make other games you add to it just like the new call of duty modern warfare they made a game engine to make that game look visually great and feel great because the previous game engine i don't know what they were on it's just didn't look right and then ea uses frostbite across other games now and fallout fallout from bethesda uses this old engine that they need to update because the graphics just look eh yeah so if you want to build your own game engine and have all the controls to it you can because you can do anything but i suggest you start for pre-made game engine it's easier to start with and as you learn you can do it but as just what game engines do game companies do in the real world they make game engines they modify it for certain games and that's how you go and it's a fast working environment so like maybe like one to two year release cycle so be prepared for that but overall game development game design it's has its ups and downs you can run into bumps on the road but you don't you don't stop you just keep going you can get through anything anything nothing can stop you if you have that mindset just get a team can be your best friends can be your basketball team football team anyone you know your workmates a team is a team if your team can do it if your team is willing to put in the work and learn i can guarantee you the final product will be something really amazing as long as you think and don't give up and learn from your mistakes and even when you miss the arguments and you feel like giving up you just gotta push through because game development you can learn that thing online you don't necessarily have to go to college but it helps and you can learn everything about game development online and you can make your own money that's the easy way to make your own money starting your own business because you already have the tools most likely you have a phone probably have a laptop and you have a couple dollars that you can invest so the tools have been given to you to start your own business Next is to research and actually execute in the game. In terms of where we, Tottenham Game Studios, are at, we are still in phase one for developing our unknown game that we're not saying anything about yet. Maybe in a future podcast we may say anything about it. But we are in step one, got our team, we are developing our vision, and we're going to get all our tasks handled out, handed out, and we are trying to hope through the game. I don't know. You will learn because it doesn't matter. But whenever the game gets released, it gets released. Hopefully you enjoyed. Make sure you just check out our Instagram at TNG Studios. Top Notch Game Studios, TN Game Studios, whatever. Check out our Facebook, YouTube channel. Check out our website. Also, we have a Discord. Um, It will be in the link 
And thank you for joining the podcast. Hopefully, you like and follow our podcast. It's on Apple Music, I believe, Spotify, wherever it is, wherever you're watching. I hope you enjoyed. Maybe you had a long day, just needed something to watch or listen to. If you're being a game dev, just comment, like, somehow get in contact with us, and we may be able to give you some tips. And that will end this podcast. Just like, subscribe for more and more podcasts to be coming, and I'll have the next team. Now it's most of the team on the next podcast. This is your boy, Game Dev, Project Manager, TNG, Ryan, out.